Most of them gon' talk, I know, I know Most of them gon' fall, I know, I know We gon' bet it all, I know We gon' bet it all, I know I would go What's up, footy fans? Welcome to the first episode of Backyard Footy. I have my featured guests here, Toby Adewale and Kate Banjo. Before we get started, I'm going to give you a little background on myself. I grew up in Gaithersburg, Maryland. I went to Good Council High School where I played basketball and soccer. From there, I went to George Mason University for four years. After college, I went to open trials for the Richmond Kickers, made the team, and played the past three seasons there. Last year, I played for the Bethlehem Steel, and now here I am in my fifth year with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Now for my guests. Watching Kay and Toby progress through their careers from high school to college and now the pros has been awesome to watch and I'm happy for my boys. Toby I've known since he was a little boy playing with his older brother. Watching him from when he was a young boy growing up to playing against each other to college has been fun to see him mature and progress in his career. Seeing him perform last year in his rookie season to now playing with him has all been surreal and I'm happy for him. He's a character on and off the field. He's very passionate about his game but also enjoys what he does every day. Kay, my dude, growing up playing against each other on different clubs to growing up playing with each other on the same club was a lot of fun. I remember playing with him as a forward, dominating in our club, killing everybody on academy trips and on away trips, to then playing with each other now to now playing against each other when we were pros last year, and look where we are. Never would I imagine we'd be on the same team as pros from playing against each other on the opposite positions in college to now here we are. It's all surreal. So, so without further ado, I'd like to welcome my guests, Toby and Kay. <clears throat> <laughs> so how have you guys been enjoying Pittsburgh these past two years? Um, first year, I mean, it was a bit tricky because, you know, it was my rookie season. So, like, obviously as a rookie, you come in and you're not scared, but you're eager to, you know, start your new journey as a pro. Um, this is the only life you're going to be living for now, you know. Playing soccer is your job. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's not an easy life to get into because it's a different level from college, but... It was definitely exciting, you know, especially now that I'm here second year after what I proved last year. So, I mean, I'm excited to have a good season this year. I mean, just being here is a blessing. I mean, I've been doing this. I've been to a lot of places with this soccer move, and, and a lot of it has been ups and downs. And mm-hmm. I finally put a, you know, put the pen on the, on the contract and right. signed something because I've been drafted, been in the national team and everything. It just... As soon as I get to the top, right. I feel like something was happening. I fall off, so it was like I had plenty of nights, and I was like, "Man, I'm done with this shocking shit." Like, but you know, I had reasons for playing. Everybody was like, "Nigga, you can't not play." Like, mm-hmm. you've been playing this, doing this since like, like you said, like since you were 11, you were 10, when it was fun then. But mm-hmm. you know, you get to an age where you're like, "All right, like, is either make money off this, or I just right. chill off and get nine to five, and don't nobody want to do a nine to five." <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at everybody wake up and fucking what seven a.m. Right. You don't come back till six. That's dead. Like that's not that's not the life here. You wake up, you train for what two hours a day, mm-hmm. and you done the rest of the day. Like that's why we got time for this podcast. Right, like, we're not right. Doing nothing right now. So I mean, it's a blessing because a lot of people want to do it. Um, a lot of people don't get the chance, and there's a lot of ballers out there that don't get mm-hmm. the chance. But so when you do get the chance, it's kind of one of those things that you gotta you gotta take that shit and run with it. So let's talk about that, the grind of being a professional athlete in the USL. You know, people think when you're a professional that you made it, 
but realistically, we know we don't get paid much, and it's more so about the opportunity. A lot of guys have to get jobs in the off season just to pay their car notes and all these little rent and those kind of things. And people expect you when you come home to give them some money for this and that. But realistically, we know the grind, and it's not really about the money. So talk about the grind a little bit. So, I mean, the grind has been something that I've been living by ever since I started taking this seriously ever since I knew, like, I wanted to be a professional soccer player, which was during academy days, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been on a team where it's been not the best team. Like, it's been very underrated. You know, I went to GW, not mm-hmm. a big soccer school. Same here, so Mason. Yep. Being a pro coming out of that school especially is, you know, it's kind of a big deal. So, obviously, I didn't take, I mean, I think I managed the situation, but I didn't take it for granted at all. But, like, when you're coming out of school like that, you're expected to be, to work hard. Because, you know, some people say it's luck, but, I mean, a lot of it's just hard working. I mean, obviously, some of it was luck that I was seen by the coach last year. Right. He liked me. He invited me to a invite trial, and then he signed me the day after the trial. So, I mean, a lot of it was the grind, and if you don't continue grinding... You could lose your spot just like yeah, that. just like and that. And then you, who knows when you'll get your next opportunity, you know. It could be 10, 15 games. Out. Especially with the NASL folding too yes, this last like, this exactly. this year, like I think. NASL too, that's yep. just another whole league coming in your league, and it's players in that league yep. too. So it's like everything add up, and if you don't get your own, somebody else is gonna take your spot. And oh that's, yeah, that's really what it go down to with this with this USL league. So I mean, I I, I commend people that are in the league and staying in the league even if they're not playing, because it's hard. Because you you feel like you done made it, but then it's like. You're not playing, so it's like mm-hmm. now you just really gotta grind again. So it's like it's a whole nother job in itself. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty much my my say on that. It's taking the phrase "no days off" to the highest extent possible because if you take a day off or even try to, then there's gonna be someone grinding. Let's say you're coming out of college and you're trying to win the position of a veteran that has a family mm-hmm. and kids to feed. Obviously, oh, yeah. it's not gonna 
you know, give up that spot easily, you know, but you could have to grind for it. So it's just little things like that. So how did Academy and Club help you guys get to where you are now? I know me and Kay played for Potomac. Who'd you play for, Toby? Potomac as well? Did you play with Gideon as well? Yeah. Let's talk about that experience a little bit. Would you say that helped you to where you are in your career? Well, I've known Gideon before Potomac. Uh, when he came to America, he played with my youth team, uh, MSC United. Mm. And right off the bat, when he when we saw him try out, we usually do fitness. And a lot of kids come in, they try out, they start up with the group with us, like because we're usually the faster out of the people trying out. And mm. They end up falling off throughout you know let's say towards the middle they start falling off to the back but he stayed up top sort of like okay this guy's coming in trying to prove something and immediately when we started doing like drills and games you could just see he was on another level Mm -hmm. and you find out he's what three years younger than us it's like wow you know i mean i've seen him grow as a player throughout i mean we played on only together potomac together and bethesda so i mean He's definitely, I mean, it's, it's great to watch, you know. He's doing his thing right now in Arsenal, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely great to watch his journey. Good for him, know? yeah. What about you, Kay? You feel like Potomac Academy or club? You played for MSC as well, right, growing up? You feel like those are good stepping stones? I mean, I think anything you go through to get to where you're at is honestly a part of the journey. Like, right. Even parents yelling at you about, you not having a good game or you missing this goal or you mm-hmm. scoring this goal like all that is a field to get to where you want to get to because like mm-hmm. I said if if you just out here just taking shit for granted you're not going to get the results at the end of the day mm-hmm. so Potomac MSC the coaches my high school coach and I even want to play high school soccer mm-hmm. like I, I went to Largo like this, <laughs> that's that's so far from soccer like there's football and basketball that's it I skipped what, I skipped playing high school soccer, what, my ninth grade year, 10th grade year, 11th grade year, I played because the coach is my fucking teacher, so mm-hmm. I can avoid him, so mm-hmm. he was like, hey, you avoided me ninth and 10th grade, you mm-hmm. gonna play this shit. Right. I was like, nah, you know, I, I'm playing Potomac Academy, I'm chilling. This man hit me with the, okay, well, first exam come. Exam came, boy, I was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling, looking at this fucking, this history too, I'm like, I ain't a man. <laughs> so I was, I was taking the fucking exam, and... My man literally graded it. I got, think I got like a C in the joint. Next thing you know, he hit me. He's like, you sure you don't want to play? I was like, you know what? I think I might. Uh, he'll sign me up. That day, I played the first game, played center back. Because obviously, you just feel like you good. You got to play in the mm-hmm. back. Because you want mm-hmm. you to secure anything. I'm scoring goals from the back. Led the fucking league and scored goals from, from the, the back. back. That's crazy. Next thing you know, what I get in class? An A+. Plus. <laughs> I ain't take one exam. <laughs> I was great if you just paid this so it's just, it just, everybody contributes. Like, Supplies even when you right. don't think you contributing, like, people that talk shit and, you know, talk down on you because you're not here, you're not there. Mm-hmm. I use all that as a fuel. Like, oh, yeah, you got I use to. all that as a fuel. Like, I had to. this one dude, I don't throw shade on people, but I don't even know his name, but you probably, you know the dude I'm talking about. Mm. He's, you know, he, we played some pickup tournament, like some Thanksgiving tournament, not even anything serious. Mm. We playing and this man, we were winning in the final. And I just remember this man hit me with the, okay, who you think you are, man? Like, you just like us. I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I don't even know who you are, but you know who I am, but right. you're still talking shit. And but, be, I mean, a lot of people that talk down on you are people that haven't done what you've right. done. Or you know, wish they want to be there. Like, 
it's different if I even had an idea who this dude was. I had never seen him a day yeah. like, and he know my name talking shit, and I'm just like, damn, cause I'm like, this is my fault. Like, yeah, I'm over right. here letting this man say anything. Like, I can't even be mad at him. So the next year, we play him again. That's when I signed last year. So mm. we played the Thanksgiving tournament this past Thanksgiving, and he had nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Like, especially because Jono, Jonathan, I don't know if yeah. you know Jonathan, he played with uh, North Carolina last year. Mm-hmm. And he played with um, Blast Now. So, mm-hmm. like, he was just running the commentary. And he was just like, oh, okay, USL Pro, blah, blah, blah. The entire tournament. Just rapping. So, like, he's just on there just going, 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 going. And I'm pretty sure the dude was pissed because he yeah, had like, the yeah. entire tournament. So, it's like, little things like that, you, I was happy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at him like, oh, that mm-hmm. what you going to say, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you got nothing to say no more? Like, right. you know what I mean? So, it's like. Is is little things like if I'd have taken that and I would have shut down or not? Yeah, you know, just like, Damn, you can't. He said this about yeah. me. I don't want to play yeah. no more. I used that and yeah. I I came back happy for that tournament right. looking for him. Like, hey, USL Pro here, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so there will be a lot of hate. Like, <laughs> especially coming from GW, like people, I mean, they don't think anything of it when if someone's like, yo, I want to go pro. You, you went to GW, but now <laughs> I'm playing with players that mm-hmm. are coming from the top soccer mm-hmm. college teams you know mm-hmm. and we're at the same level you feel me but like just people will just add their two cents but they don't know the journey you've taken mm-hmm. the hard work that you know it takes to stay in your position and even to excel right so you know that's the mental aspect of the game you know you have to be mentally strong this whole process even after a couple of years in my league as well for me for example i've been in here for five years but there's dudes been in them for eight years and they're still falling off, giving up the dream because of the people that are not giving them the opportunities and things. So, yeah, the mental aspect of the game is definitely just as important. So, I know both of you guys are Nigerian. You had an opportunity with the U17 national team after high school, right, Kay? Talk about that a little bit. How was that? Um, It was definitely different because prior to that, last time I went to Nigeria was when I lived there. And that was like when I was like what, seven or eight. So, imagine... You didn't start playing with, you know, dudes that kind of, because I came in, when I came in, I was playing, I was nine playing with U14 people, so it was like, and I was killing them, so, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, this is slight, like, mm-hmm. why is this so easy, like, I'm, you know, my dad's like, it's because you played in Nigeria, you didn't play with some grown-ass men, so it's like, I'm playing, and, you know, as time gets by, whatever, you start, you know, I start playing my age group, and it's just like, I was dominating my age group, so it was nothing to me, you know what I mean, so it's like, that's when I really got my name in, you know, the DMV. But then I go to Nigeria, I'm back to, like, the struggle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm playing with dudes, like, you know what I mean? Grown men. I'm men like, at 17. Right? I'm 16 going there, and I get there, and it's like, I'm playing. But it's like, I see dudes walk by me looking like Megatron. Like, who's this dude? They talking about something. That's your coach. Oh, that's your, that's your team captain. I thought was my coach. Like, so, you know, it, it got to a point where it's just like, all right, like, I'm going to have to take the L on this one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I play. I did what I had to do. But, you know, I get past a dude. He touched me. I'm falling. Mm-hmm. I'm, four, you know, I'm 14, yeah. 15. Like, mm-hmm. this man is, like, what, 27, mm-hmm. 21? Like, it's, that's how old they are out there. So, it's like, I didn't. I never saw that side of Nigeria. I used to hear about it. But I ain't never hear about no age and, you know, people lying about the age. I ain't know that. I'm born here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah. when I got there is when I really saw what the hell what everybody was saying. So, I'm seeing dudes, like, fucking carrying a child around. And I'm over here just yeah. still looking lollipop and shit. Like, just crazy, bro. Like, that's how, that's how it was. But, you know, I came home, regrouped. Then I came to college. 
um, that's when I signed the GW uh, to Mason with you. So it's like a lot of a lot of things happened after that trip because like I could have went to big schools. Right, that's what I was gonna ask you. So yeah. did that mess up the college process a it little did. bit? It did okay. big time because like, I'm saying. I never knew how big soccer was in America. I mean, I knew it was it would get you through school, right, like you right, know what I mean. But right. when academy started, and like you know, I was with Coach Friday. He coached at MSC. Um, I was with him because he's my dad's close friend. So like, I was with him throughout. As soon as I came to Nigeria, I came to America. Stayed with him mm-hmm. throughout all the club. He picked me up, took me to practice, all that shit. So you know, when it got to like me, seventeen, sixteen, like, it was like, all right, nigga, like. High mm-hmm. school is about to be done. College mm-hmm. is next. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. He didn't want me to leave, but he knew I had to leave. You know what I mean? So that's when I went to Potomac. I felt like I'm like a superstar. Yeah. Like Potomac hit me up. Bays hit me up. Who's at the academy there? Bethesda. Bethesda. Uh, somebody else. There was there. Uh, DC. Tw- DC, DC had one. Yeah. I'm meeting with people. So I'm like, I'm talking about me and my dad meeting. Right? They call mm-hmm. me. My dad don't care. Like he. What do you want? Do you have money for my kid? That's what my dad gives talking about. You got money for my kid? <laughs> so, you know, I'm meeting with people, and then I met with Zach. Zach was Zach Samoa. Yeah, yeah. And I met with him at Georgetown. And the thing is, because he coached at Georgetown is why I chose Potomac. Mm-hmm. Like, no other reason. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, he convinced me, like, yeah, like, we, we've been watching K. Like, we want him to come to Georgetown. You know, you think Georgetown, shit, like, Nigga. You made it. Georgetown to school. Right. school. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, Georgetown, so all the bugs, my dad was like, shit, we don't have nothing to decide. We going to Potomac. Mm, you right. know what I mean? Like, so that's how Potomac came about. But then when I went to Nigeria, after Potomac or whatever, that's when everything just went downhill because, like, teams didn't hear from me. I went, I ain't yep. tell nobody. You know yep. what I mean? I ain't yep. tell nobody. So, like, even Zach, it was my coach, I ain't tell him. So when I came back, I'm like, all right, bro, like, I'm ready to sign. He's like, hey, we gave you money away. I'm like, fucking me, mm-hmm. you give my money away. Him, Mason, then was it ODU and Syracuse and Villanova. All you can name it. So I had all these yeah. schools, and I'm just looking at scholarships and emails. Just go to trash, trash. And then Towson hit me. I'm like, Towson, yeah. bro. I'm like, who's Towson? I didn't even know Towson was a fucking Towson. place. Like, so then I get to Towson and it's crazy like Towson didn't have a bad soccer team but they weren't a soccer school right you know what I'm saying it's only they for that had, one year you were there yeah, right yeah they had all these like European players and I'm talking about dudes that can play like mm. I don't know how they got these dudes but that was what it was so I was like I'm chilling like it's not even that bad of a team like so then the following year I didn't realize that all of them were seniors I was the only freshman yeah, all of them gone so now we had to regroup huh? the dudes they brought Mm, all right, players, but like they weren't what I was used to. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the next year was a struggle season. I was like, and at that point, I'm already used to the school. I'm like, man, I'm not trying to start all over. Mm-hmm. Like, so fuck it. So yeah, I, I remember stayed. playing against y'all. You mm-hmm. scored against us. Was that your sophomore year at our place? Yeah, and I was just like, fuck it, man. I'm gonna just stay, man. It's not even worth it. And like, I didn't know if my credits would transfer. All that shit. Mm-hmm. So then they cut the program. Then it was just like, bro, I'm just, everything's mm-hmm. just going anyway, down here. Like, so, and it was crazy because when they cut the team. This is what, going in your junior year? Going in my senior year. They oh, cut damn. it my junior year. So my junior year, they cut it, and I'm like, all right, what, do I do I transfer now? Do I wait? Cause, but then they told me I can keep my scholarship mm. for my senior year. So, like, I graduate, don't pay nothing. And I'm thinking, like, if I go to another school, I may have to pay out of pocket mm-hmm. and, like, Coming with a family of four boys and everybody's yep. damn near right. in college. Like, I'm not trying to kill my yeah. parents' pockets. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to take the L and figure something else out with soccer. So 
stayed at Towson, graduated, um, with no depth, nothing. So it was like, parents were happy about that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, but then the, the <clears throat> it hit me up. I was like, yo, like, you done with school? Do you want to play? I was like, how is that possible? Like, sure. yeah. I'm done with school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, okay. NCAA. And she's like, trust me, you can figure it out. Like, we yeah. can just make it go. <laughs> you can do, like, a dual um, scholarship and dual, what's the name? Like, major. And I was like, okay, so make it happen. Like, I ain't doing shit. Mm-hmm. Came back, and he was like, hey, like, we going to promise you you'll get drafted. You'll do this. You'll do that. All right. We'll see and I was like, I told my dad, my dad ain't want me to go back. I'm like, I'm going. Dude, I'm, dude, I've been letting yeah. you make decisions yeah. this whole time. I'm going. You know what I mean? So I went to UMBC. That was a communication major. I went to class just chilling. Like, mm-hmm. I literally did nothing to class. Because you were already done at that uh, point? Done, you got, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, my degree. Okay. So I was like, I was just there for soccer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we started off strong. That was the year. This is the year you went to that yeah, final we four, start, right? Actually, we started off like, okay. Then like midway through this, and not even like the first like ten games, we probably went like three and seven, bro. And I'm just like, why is this bad? Like, this is not <laughs> yeah, what I signed up yeah, for. Yeah. Then the next, literally the next like thirteen games or whatever, we won every <laughs> single game. So I was like, okay, this is what <laughs> I signed up for. You know what I mean? So now I'm like, damn, like this is what college soccer feel like. Cause right. UMBC was right. soccer school. You know what I right. mean? So, I'm no football, about, nothing. Hills, people filling up hills at the game, like crazy atmosphere. So it's like. I was happy. I was actually enjoying soccer at that point. And then it became tired. So now we're playing for the tournament. The tournament. Now the NCAA is about to start. So I'm like, damn, this is what it's like. This is right, right. Like, I'll be watching March Madness. Right, right. Like, oh, they happy and shit. Right. Everybody's so happy. This is a tournament. But, bruh, you playing a tournament is like. And y'all had the first round bye, right? Yeah, you feel like that. Nah, we did it. Nah, nah, we didn't. They didn't give us it. We should have gotten it. But it's just like. You just feel different, son. Like, I'm talking about cameras that don't need a beat. You go in the bathroom, cameras just there. Like, what you doing? Like, I'm shit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So, it was just, it was a whole different ball game, son. And, you know, when you're doing well and cameras, like, nobody really knew who UNBC was, but right. they knew us because they were like, who the fuck right. is UNBC? Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, who these kids, like, just put It's like y'all in basketball this year. Exactly. It's the same shit. So, it's like, we play, we see the bracket, whatever we see. Rest, uh, was it Wake Forest? After Wake Forest was UMD. After UMD was uh, Louisville. Wow. And it's like it just kept piling wow. up. We looking at them like, all right, as long as we knock out Maryland, the rest of the teams we should be able right. to handle. Them. You know right. what I mean? So Wake Forest, we get the Wake Forest. We play. We should have won in regular time. But then we went to PKs, and I'm like, oh, oh shit, damn. PKs are 50-50, bro. Like, everybody could win. That, that, this one is not even as good. Then it got to me. I missed my PK. Mm. Keeper saved it. Mm. You were first? Right. Now I was third, which is like the clutches. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. damn. Nah, I we lost. Nah, I'm like, these niggas brought me here yes. to take us first. Yeah, one right. job. One job. <laughs> so I missed it, Johnny. I'm walking back. Mad and shit. I ain't never been so mad in my life. Like, I was just like, well, I just lost it for the yeah. school. So I'm like, fuck it. Like, this is it. Like, this is the end of the world, bro. And then they miss. So I'm like, all right. They then we up. score. <laughs> right. Then we score. And then our goalie saved it. Mm. I was like, thank God. Wow. Right? Like, yeah, all right. Wow. So now we got, now I got no Sorry. fucking wow. game to redeem myself and shit. So then we went to UMD. UMD. Crazy game. Bro. That was a big game. I'm talking, I was like 7,000 people. That was the next round after? Yeah. Wow. Yo, that game was crazy. 
crazy. Wow. And uh, my dad brought all his African Of course, of course. Got to show half, out. Second half? <laughs> second half? You hearing stuff that you hear on the national team. Like, you're singing songs. Like, <laughs> and the crazy thing is, like, we were at UMD. Uh, UMD fans ain't know what these yeah, guys were saying. Yeah. So they were mad because they understand, but whatever they were doing was working for right. us. Even though like, my team don't know what the fuck they're saying, but hey. We they with us, so we right. <laughs> so we ended up beating them, and it's like the long run happened, and we lost in the you know we lost in the semifinals. But that I cherish that because that was the reason why I got drafted. Like if that never happened, I wouldn't have got noticed. Cause then would you, when did you get drafted? What, what round? Second. How was that experience? Um. Some of us over here have never been drafted. Now, so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean to be honest, like being drafted is like. It's, I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's a blessing, but you don't really have a choice of where you go. Right, right, and right. That's what really sucks about being drafted, because you can't call, like, anybody would be like, shit, I'm trying to be home so my people's mm-hmm. can see, but, like, I wasn't, I didn't know who was going to call me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I have a list of, like, I'm going to the meetings, I'm talking to all these coaches, like, I even put stars next to people that I thought would call my name. So, Vancouver was the, Vancouver and, oh, what was it? In New York City, for the people I was hiring, now they probably gonna call me, right? Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I didn't want to go to Vancouver. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I was like, Vancouver's in Canada, bro. That's too far. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? And I had never been so far from home. And you know, they for their whatever pick second round, you pick K band. I wasn't even in the house. Like everybody else in the house, like watching. I think I drove to go pick some food up or something. And I'm like getting caught. Congrats, you got that. I'm like, I got it, like, so I'm, you know, like going to jump. Then I see, I see Vancouver, and I'm just like, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm happy, but I'm like, damn, that's so far. But it's like, you know, I went there, did my thing, but I had issues with like, you know, like I said, like I haven't been far from home, so right. it's like. It was very different for me in a sense. It's like, damn, I'm not really enjoying myself because I'm the type of person, when I'm not enjoying myself, I don't want to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I, mean? like, I don't believe in forcing myself and doing some shit that I don't like. You yep. know what I mean? So yep. I left there, and do I regret it now? Hell yeah, because it's all the same grind. Like I said, like it it, it, it hit me early because I was young then. You know what I mean? I was, what, 20? Mm-hmm. And I left school early and everything so it's like because i have a late birthday so everything mm-hmm. was just yep same here fast for me you know what yep. i mean so like i'm there like damn son, i'm not even like a fucking bus right away like you gotta get a visa to see me every single time so you know i'm there then i, I left then they offered a contract and i was like nah i'm good i left everybody's like why you left and i came home what what blew my parents is like i came home the very next day i went to go play soccer <laughs> and they were like like you know what I mean so you know it took some time for my dad to get over it my family get over it then it became like all right look you got to understand that whatever you're doing is for you Mm -hmm. for you know for long term Mm -hmm. you can't think you're not happy right now you're not gonna be happy a lot in in life you know what I mean so it's like I had to take that and actually like understand it you Mm -hmm. know what I mean before I used to just hear my dad like he just be blah 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 blah. like Mm -hmm. but that particular time that he spoke to me about it you know what I mean that's the first time I've seen my dad like even show emotions you know right, what I mean like he right. was on there like look Kay, like right. I don't wanna you know I don't wanna press you on nothing like, I just think you need to do this for yourself cause mm-hmm. it's gonna get to a point where we're not gonna be there no more mm-hmm. you know what I mean like you make your money that's your money you right. know what I mean like so right. you know I had to change my whole mentality and mindset and everything that's when I went back to Nigeria for the U23 the Olympics 
I played well. And I'm much older now, so it's like niggas can't even push me around. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. playing my own game and everything, you know, because, like I said, Nigeria's still on their shit, like the whole, <laughs> they like, yeah, the age thing. So it's like, I can't change my age because yeah. I'm young. You know, I was yeah. born here. So it's like, I get there, I'm what, 22 or 23? Yeah, 23 at a U23 camp. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, man, I'm perfect for mm-hmm. that. Like, they hit me with the, oh, nah, he's too old. Too old yeah. Last time I went there, yeah. I was too young. Now I'm too old, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. So I'm like, how? Right? Like, so what y'all want me to do? Is so now they're telling me I gotta like basically fight for three spots because when you do Olympics, you have three international like older people. Oh, uh, right, 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 so, right, like, right. You can only bring three older guys over 23. Right. So most of the time they bring like the big stars. Dogs, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so I'm like, you want me to compare or compete with people that? Play, play overseas, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, what type of sense? Yeah. But I was like, if that's what I got to do, that's what I got to do. Yeah. So I'm still playing. They they like me and all, but I just feel like it was more of a, we, we want mm-hmm. some money. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, and you know, my dad was not about it because he was like, y'all just politics. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, my boy can play. You know he can play. You know what I'm saying? But then what happened was like, the coach had basically said like, not nah, like, I like him. I don't. I don't need his money. Like I actually like him. He's a good player. Like he's he's polished because he played in America, and you can tell he's African because mm-hmm. he's motherfucking strong as hell. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like everything works out and it balances out, and you don't see his type. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I want him. So I'm playing. I'm playing. So I'm happy now. Like I ain't never get no news like that. So I'm right. like, shit. Like if I can play in the Olympics, right? Like, right. So I'm happy about that. Then. Some dude came to try out. This is why I know motherfuckers are crazy. Dude came to try out. His boy was on the team. His boy was a striker. I had no idea. Dude, I crossed the ball. Dude come out of nowhere, just takes a whack at my ankle. So. And, you know, I'm like, what the... F-? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm on the ground, but nobody <laughs> sees it because, yeah. like, I already crossed the ball. Yeah. But the coach saw it. So the coach saw it, and I, like, I was limping. So I come off, and I'm like... I'm talking to the trainer. I'm like, bro, like my ankle. I can't even put weight on it. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I'm like, bro, you still trying out? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. you've been here for months. Like, you can't. Yeah, bro. Like, once in a yeah, once in like, a lifetime. Yeah, like to be there like a month and a half. Yeah. Like, nah, this is not the time to be yeah. saying fuck. So I was like, nah, I'm playing. So I'm trying. I'm trying. I just couldn't put no weight, and it was my right foot, and I'm right footed. So mm-hmm. it's like, told the coach, I was like, I can't put weight on. It. Like, I'm trying. He's just like, what happened? I was like, that dude just hit me like off the like off the play and he's just like I don't know so what what do you want us to do like what, they didn't even know what to do so I'm yeah, like bro. I'm not a trainer nigga. I'm just a player so I'm like well give me a boot like right. so they had dog they had one boot and one boot and all of the like, job. dog so I said at least they got the boot like they were that shit rap and everything that was the first one to use it they're like we don't use boots here like whatever if anyone else got hurt you be sure <laughs> so they give me the boot I'm in the boot like for like a like a week and a half and I'm sitting there watching them practice every morning. I'm like, bruh, like I can't like he's not gonna take me to the Olympics if I'm hurt. Like mm-hmm. so I'm like, nah. Okay, let me let me rest for like a week and try to get back next week. I come back and you can tell I forced it. So it's like they pass me the ball, I'm striking the ball, but it's like yeah, not, it's not hard. The same, like, it's not the same. So mm-hmm. I had to come back home. And, you know, he's like, I'm sorry, like, your kid is good. But at this time, now my dad is, like, happy because he's like, nah, he's a good player. Right. And he actually recognized me as that. So it's like, come home, mad. And I'm watching Olympics, and I'm just looking at these shoes. <laughs> All the dudes you've been training with. 16-year-old, bro. 16-year-old, <laughs> like, nah, bro. Like, but it's like, 
I wasn't even mad at that group because, like, in Africa, it's just you got to do what you got to do to survive. Like, because yeah. it's not as yeah. easy as here at all. Right. So it's like, I'm not even mad at them. I'm just, I was just mad at the dude that kicked me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I wasn't mad at that team because that team was actually more accepting than the first time I went. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I don't know, maybe because I'm older. So it's mm-hmm. like, dudes wasn't, you know, who the fuck is this American boy? Like, they right. didn't care. Like, everybody right. was happy to be there. Yeah, right. So it's like, I was just mad it didn't work out. So imagine me home, and I'm like, damn, son, that could have been my, you know, my breakthrough right there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, I'm home, mad as shit. Then that's when Pittsburgh called me. You don't have a team? Man, you don't even know what's going on with me right now, bro. Like, and that's what I talk about when I say I've been everywhere and I've been up there and just something happened yeah. down there again. So yeah. it's like, Pittsburgh hit me up and I was like, man, I'd rather do this than to be in a house. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So that's why I signed with the, with the USL team. And like I said, like, it's not, it's not the best, but it's like, it's better than nothing. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, oh, that's yeah. what you don't get. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's not where you want to right. be. Like, everybody right. in the USL don't want to be in the USL if right. you can get something better. Like, right. Like, that's that's the whole point of the USL. So, right. it's like, it's getting better as a league, but the main point is to get out to the yep. league and Step go further, stone. You know yep. what I'm saying? So, um, like I said, I'm happy with it because it's a, it's a stepping stone, so I can't even be mad at it. So, I just, you, you just got to learn with, with life and grow with it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a long story. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, bro, long story. <laughs> so it's good with you, though, Toby. How'd you get recruited? You play Academy? Uh, I played Academy, Potomac Academy. I mean, we, our age group wasn't the, you know, the best, but we had a couple players here and there, you know. But, like, I got recruited out of Potomac to play. I actually committed to Ohio State. Oh, wow. Before I decommitted and went to GW. Why, why the change? Uh... I mean, I talk to my parents about this a lot. It's mostly, I mean, academic reasons. Oh, okay. I mean, like, obviously, I wanted to be, you know, a professional soccer player, but right. I also had my parents in my air, like, oh, yeah. you have to think long-term as well, blah, oh, yeah. blah, blah, all this. I mean, what I, do I regret the decision? No, because, I mean, I graduated from GW and done with that, and now I'm here. Could my journey have been different? Probably, but yep. I went to GW, uh, was a starter right off the bat, freshman year. Um Played yeah, I remember playing years. y'all freshman year and beat that ass. <laughs> Don't recall that. In the place, too. A-10 champ. No. Shout out, Mason. I actually don't even think I played that game. Too. Yeah, you no. did. I remember that shit, too. Nah, I don't think so. Anyways. <laughs> bullshit. But, but, yeah, I mean, GW, I mean, I enjoyed playing at GW because I was always a, a starter there. So, all four years? Yeah, all four years. Wow. So it definitely helped with the confident aspect mm-hmm. of my game, you know, being comfortable on the ball, mm-hmm. you know, playing with older people at a young age, mm-hmm. which is what I'm doing now as well. So after the four years, you know, we had some some success, you know, some regular season champs, which is much Oh, harder. y'all are regular season champs? Yeah, which is much harder in my opinion than... The other okay, rubbish. we're undefeated anyway, so uh, don't worry about that. But uh, yeah, after college, I mean, I uh, was contacted by Dave Brandt, the coach last year, the Riverhounds, and he uh, he wanted me to come down for a, a trial, like an invite trial. Mm-hmm. So I went down there, you know, after day one, he told me I didn't need to come back. And I was like, damn, was, did I do bad or something? <laughs> or he found someone else? He's like, no, because he, uh, he actually drove me to the bus station where I was going back to school. He was like, no, we want to sign you right away. And I was like, whoa. 
That's wow. when it hit me, like, wow. yo, I'm about to be, That's like, real. a professional right. soccer player, you know what I'm saying? And, like, at the time, I was still in school, which sucked. Yep, you know same saying? thing here. And uh, <clears throat> so I would uh, commute, for a whole semester, I would commute back and forth from Pittsburgh to D.C. until I graduated. Thankfully, the Riverhounds, uh, they let me use a car. Decked out in Riverhounds. So you used the Riverhounds car to commute back and forth to school? I thought you used your own car. No, no, no. And I don't know if you've seen the Riverhounds car, but it is attached to all Riverhounds merch. Your mascot. All of it. So when I was driving around school, everyone knew whose car that was. I would get Snapchat daily of, yo, I see your car. It's like, cool, thank you. So after I graduated in uh, around May, that's when I actually started playing. You know, I got my debut shortly after, and ever since my debut, I played throughout the whole season until I got a minor injury the last couple games. But, I mean, the journey was was interesting, you know, especially commuting back and forth. Mm-hmm. I was obviously being a starter in college, and you're coming and you're not starting the first, what, 15 games you're on the team. Mm-hmm. It's obviously very frustrating, especially when you think you should, but, mm-hmm. I mean talking to other people it's just you gotta grind yeah the mental aspect opportunity yep. will come and eventually it did come and i did not let go of that chance you know but i mean i enjoyed it i thought i should have got drafted but again coming out of pw that year we didn't do as well as we should have mm-hmm. so but I mean, I'm here now. Yep, everything's you for a reason. Me? Everything's for a reason, mm-hmm. and I plan to only go up yep. in my journey. Yep. So, if you that. could do it all again, would you go straight to the pros now? Now that the USL is kind of getting stronger, and you see a lot of kids who are 15, 16 playing their USL debuts, and we're 21, 22 getting their USL debuts. <laughs> A lot of kids these days are skipping college and going straight to the pros. If you could do it again, would you do that? Um, I wouldn't. I mean, it's tricky because I've met a lot of people in my college days. You know, I've built a lot of friendships, lifelong friendships, in fact. I've learned a lot from college, but also I know the grind that it takes. So, I mean, I think I would go straight to the pros yeah but i would take classes on the of side of course of course so i'm course. getting my education but i'm also doing what i love earlier you know because at the end of the day sacrifices mm-hmm. must be made mm-hmm. everyone's making a sacrifice to mm-hmm. even be in this league very you true you could be comfortable at home or wherever there's people coming across the whole world so yep. sacrifices are made every day is that a sacrifice i would have made for sure right but, you know i'm here now and right yeah i agree as well i think now that the league being stronger i probably would take that same route going straight to the professional environment because even if you're 16 17 playing with us and grown men who are coming from the mls and then you're 18 19 20 already four years experience experience. bouncing around other teams and things you know it's beneficial that's what they do over in the overseas and things like that so if you're really committed to playing soccer and you want to be a professional that's probably the route i'd take as well i'd probably it depends on where I'm at. Like if it's like if you, like you said, like if it's me trying to go play in Europe, then yeah, I would go straight to the pros if right. that was the case. But I think in America, I I just think a lot of things go through college. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot yeah. easier. 
going through college. Yeah. You just have to go to a good school. Yeah. You yeah. 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 But you go to a good school. That shit. Only only way you get. Yeah. You get this overrated. Whole, <laughs> overrated. <laughs> right. The only only way you go through, I guess, like the big school pros in, in, in America is being a homegrown contract. That's the yeah. only way, and yeah. that's rare. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're not making moves overseas, then I don't recommend that you go straight to pros. If, like here, yeah. You know what I mean, because yeah. that's that's the only because you, you fucking play soccer and then you play, you know, you you go to school. A lot of the times you get drafted as long as you good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you're mm-hmm. decent, you're gonna get drafted. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. It just has to be a good school. But if you go straight to the pros here, you gotta first of all you gotta get there, mm-hmm. and then you gotta be like really fucking good. Like it's not even like a he's an okay player. Right. We need somebody to draft. Like right. nah, you gotta be great. Right. At, at a, like Gideon, if Gideon really wanted to do it, this sign is as fast because right. he's a good player. But shit. Fucking use Toby. Toby ain't Gideon. Toby's a good player, but he's not Gideon. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? At that age, he wasn't Gideon. Mm-hmm. He wasn't doing shit Gideon was doing. Mm-hmm. He, he know that shit. So it's like, to to see him, would you sign him here? Mm-hmm. Gideon was okay with going to Arsenal because it's Arsenal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if they sign him, he's set. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if, if they take you here and say, hey, like, come. Right. DC United wants you. Like, I was 14. DC United told me to sign. My dad told me hell no. Right. Because I think I probably know, would have taken that route too. Yeah, because he D- knows once I sign with DC, they have they your rights. Choose not to take my homegrown contract. I'm fucked. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Which I know a lot of dudes that they did that to. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, yep. and it's like no shade to DC because they helped a lot of dudes too. But it's like I know some guys that you know focused on DC's gonna help me. DC's gonna mm-hmm. help me. But they back home. Same thing here, Mason. Chilling, too. You yep. know what I'm saying? So it's like you just never know which route to take because there's no right route. Cause right. As long as you know that shit's gonna work out for you, mm-hmm. then then you know that go for it. But if you don't, if you have the little bit of doubt, I don't think you should do it. Cause that whole going straight to the pros in America, <laughs> if it ain't basketball, that shit. Ain't I right. know, right? Yeah, it ain't right. basketball. <laughs> Last couple of questions here. So Toby, you started the past two games this year. Talk about your experience down there at Nashville, playing in front of almost 20k, and the difference between that and playing your first home opener experience this is your first home opener experience where you're starting right uh, this year yeah yep so talk about that little transition from there these past two games so i mean nashville i mean i was mentally prepared for nashville because of uh, cincinnati last year yeah we played in front of what twenty two thousand or whatever yeah but i mean it was a great scene you know i've never played in a football stadium of that capacity oh it was in the titans before. right yeah it was in the titans stadium wow so that alone was amazing was probably the best field I've played on in my career. Wow. You know, because the grass was just so wow. well done. And it was just, wow. it was all around just a great experience, you know, motivated to get three points. We didn't, but mm-hmm. I thought we fought hard for that, for that point that we even got. Uh, going to the home opener, it's just a different vibe, you know, all the fans coming together excited to, you know, kick off the new season. Especially this season, it's a whole new Riverhounds, I would say, because of the new branding mm-hmm. and all that, new coach, coaching so, and everything. I mean, it was exciting. Unfortunately, we didn't get the three points I felt that we deserved and we should have gotten. But, you know, you can't dwell on past games, right. even if it is the home opener. But that sour taste will be in my mouth until we see her again. Of course. You know? How are you guys feeling about this team in comparison to last year? Oh, yeah, Penis. <laughs> How are you guys feeling about this team this year in comparison to last year? I would 
think is, is, is a more together group. Yeah. I don't think... Because like, we had a very talented team last year. Right. It, like, despite what you see in the right. points and point system. You should almost made playoffs. Should have made playoffs. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it was games where I feel like we had a lot of games where we should have won. And it's like, literally, we went in and one bounce turned into one point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was a lot of those. And it was just... It's just a whole different, like I said, like it's not, like when people, some people would talk bad about the team from last year, I didn't have a problem with yeah, anyone right. on the team, you know what I mean? Like, I right. thought we were a good team, and I, I thought we played vibe, well yeah. together, but it's just that now this year, it's a different vibe, everybody works, and there's no, I'm the superstar, there's none of that, like if you are a veteran and you've been playing for 10 yep. years, whatever it is, you, you oh, just yeah. like the yeah. dude that just started oh, yeah. yesterday, yep. you know yes, what I mean, right. so like yep. that's, that's the only difference I would say from, like from the team from last year, and obviously the coach, so like his style of play is very different from the old, the old coach, and which is obviously going to be everywhere, like no coach is the same, so, but as far as like just being together, I think this this group is more together than the last group. Yeah, and I would say, I would add on that, like, you get a more sense of playing for each other in this group versus last year, because, I mean, we had big-name players last yeah, year, you know, right. we should have done much better than we did, but there wasn't a sense of togetherness, like Kay said, or, like, playing for one another, it's kind of just, let me get my stats up, mm-hmm. let me do me, so-and-so, Individual but, I mean, things. this group, I mean, we don't have as many big-name players, but... Right we're more of a team and we have the same goal in mind which is playoffs do well in playoffs and so on right how you guys feeling about the game this weekend kind of a big game to get back on things we haven't given up a goal yet but we haven't scored one as well and now the game got moved to home so yeah. we don't have to worry about the travel and things like that so it's kind of a crucial third games are also kind of crucial they can swing your standings here and there swing the momentum I think this game is very huge you know, against Toronto, because we have something to prove. We right. haven't scored. I mean, yes, we haven't let any goals, which is always lovely as a defender, keeping the shutout clean, but we also haven't scored any, so it's like the fans are waiting for us to, you know, get a goal, and all these 0-0 games, it's nice to not get scored on, right. but... Need three points at the end of the day. Points, you yeah. know, we can't just ride out the season with just draws and draws. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have to show the whole league that we're a threat defensively and offensively. So, how does that affect the forwards? You know, we haven't scored a goal, and you know, you see on Twitter fans complaining a little bit here and there about the goal scoring and blah blah blah. And you know, being a, from my experience as being as a striker, <coughs> it's definitely a more of a mental aspect to it because if you're not informed, you over things when you're trying to finish here and there can definitely mess up the psyche part of your game so how is that kind of is add more more pressure for you fours to score goals this coming weekend or I mean I just think it's just always a thing where if you don't get if, if somebody's constantly on you for you know missing missing and missing and you're not getting supported by yeah, your teammates right because fans are going to be fans. Of like course. We love them and all, but obviously they want wins. Like, of course. Every fan, everybody wants wins, but if it was that easy, we would do it every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's how soccer is. Like, you can be the best player and miss a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. There's people that are right in front of the goal line. Oh, this. yeah. So it's like, it's not, I'm not saying, like, it's not something that, obviously, we have to work on, but it's not as easy as you think. So it's like, 
but you're not getting the right support and a motivation to try to get the goal, it, and, you know, it fucks with your head. So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I think, obviously, if you want to put more goals on a board and get more Ws, because obviously that's the only way you can get your three points, I just always think everybody plays, a, like, a, a role in that. So, like, if right. you have fans that are just, come on, you keep fucking missing. But right, like, right. You know, I haven't even played, but I don't sit here and badmouth anybody of that's course. doing it. because same here. You might be in that same position to miss. So yep. it's like, is it... Is you don't know, you know what I mean? When yeah. it's your turn, you might miss the same shit that you yep. missed, or even an so easier true. chance. And, and if you, if he's over here talking like, well, you talking shit about me, so what the fuck you do? Mm-hmm. Then that's not a team. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you would never hear me bad mouth nobody. So Very like, true. Chemistry is key. Right, yeah. it's key to everything. So mm-hmm. that's that's just my take on that. So I appreciate you, my dudes, coming out Thank this first know. episode. Yep. Footy fans, stay tuned to the next episode and talk to you guys soon.